Hello and welcome to the Open Government Podcast. I'm Richard Pietro. And I'm Samir Vasta. Each episode of the Open Government Podcast brings you an interview with someone working in the open government community, but not today. Not today. <laughs> We're doing recaps of the Canadian Open Data Summit, and we just finished day one. I guess, I guess really it's the only day of the, the Canadian Open Data Summit, but it's day one of the whole week. Indeed, and lots of events happening this week, and we just wanted to uh, touch base after the f- first day and, uh, and, and see kind of what we came out with and uh, how we felt after the day. So Richard, let's, let's chat. Uh, after our last dispatch, what's new? What did you? What, what have you picked up so far? Well, to be perfectly honest, I mean the days. The day was really two different days. Right. We had sort of plenary set, not plenary sessions, but we had like talks and lightning mm-hmm. talks at the morning. And the afternoon was mostly what I call like you know a practical session. We had workshops. We were looking at best practices. Obviously, a couple of speeches here and there. Um, so I think what I enjoyed most about the second half of the day was the actual we were getting down to work. I'm always one of those guys, like, enough with the talking, let's get down to work and see what happens. And I was lucky enough to actually attend your session. No, I don't know if you're lucky for that which one. Which was <laughs> the impact of data, right. and the impact of open data, which is very relevant to the bigger conversation. So, actually, as a facilitator of right. that session, there was a lot of new voices. Definitely. Did you hear anything that you haven't really heard much yet or things that sort of confirmed your suspicions perhaps? Yeah, definitely. I think I think the, the great thing about the new voices was not what we ended up coming up with at the end, but was how we got there. And so I was, I was able to listen to a lot of the conversations that were happening at the tables and to see how people were not just sharing their thoughts, but kind of trying to understand where other people were coming from. So when you had a, a room full of a librarian and a statistician and then someone in the open data community and then someone who, you know, is international just you know a parliamentarian or someone that's working in, in the bureaucracy it was really great to see how everyone came from these questions from a different angle so for example there was one table when they were talking about best practices and someone was talking about uh, building capacity and how um, the librarian was thinking about how we can use you know resources like books and digital tools to build capacity where someone else was thinking about how do we use game shows and like uh, you know kind of fun things around building capacity and the public servant was like well we just need to t- train our public servants better so but everyone coming to the same kind of end goal of saying, yeah, we need to build capacity more. And that's where I really appreciated that, even though some of the stuff that we came out with at the end were the kinds of stuff we hear all the time, the way we got there was really interesting. And I think that really opened up some eyes in the, in the workshop. And, and it's a very valid point, but, and I introduced this in the, the workshop as well, and I forget if I've mentioned it on the podcast, but I, I'm starting to lean towards the, the idea that we shouldn't focus as much energy as we are into capacity building uh, because open data can work like magic. So in other words, I wonder if the people back in the 80s and 90s were having these conferences talking about building capacity for weather apps or, <laughs> or creating like a GPS economy. I wonder if those conversations were taking place or did it just sort of happen organically and naturally and now those things work like magic. Yeah, no, and I, I think uh, Panthea's talk at the end, uh, to, to pull it out of the workshops, kind of touched upon that, that kind of idea of the serendipity and the magic of it all, is to keep some principles in mind, things like empathy and things like problem solving, but also then to tie it back and say, let things evolve and let us let us think about the big problems that we're trying to solve and then figure and let open data help us fix those without thinking it too much you know but really keeping the principles of kind of how we solve those problems in the back of our mind which is something we talked about a little bit in our first dispatch which Mm -hmm. is the new role of open data which was and i think i i wrote a blog post um and i wrote it this way that it was originally thought that open data was going to be a lead actor. Right. It turns out they're a much better supporting actor, <laughs> right? And, and it supports projects as opposed to the light being shined on, which also sort of 
goes on with this idea of working like magic. Mm-hmm. But um, the one thing I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed at, right? Uh, and especially in the second half, is um, there was so much talk about data, 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 <laughs> and, and the mechanics of it, and then Pantheon so, sort of throws in that empathy element. Mm-hmm. But yes, we, f- we tend to forget a lot of the times that open data is not open government, open government is not open data. They work much better together, but oftentimes they're separated. And it kind of sucks, to be honest with you, to have a Canadian Open Data Summit that tends to sometimes forget that that other element. Well, definitely. And I mean, this is the Open Government Podcast. And a lot of times we talk about data on the podcast yes. and not the rest of it. Um, but it, it, I think, you know, as they did a great job of organizing this, and I think it was wonderful. And I think they had to keep it to the open data niche because of just kind of the, the scope of it all. But it would have been nice to start thinking about how does this fit within the larger open government framework and also kind of the, the idea of like, you know, open data, not just for government, but open data for a better world. Mm-hmm. And I think it was touched upon, but I think there could have been a lot more uh, built upon that. But for what it was, I think what they managed to pack into a day was quite impressive. And, and I'm coming out saying I, there's so much for me to process. I mean, I, I don't even know what to stick on right now. Uh, can you think of uh, maybe, maybe two or three things you're coming out and saying, okay, out of this, I'm going to be working on this or I'm going to start looking at this? Well, for me, I think more than anything else, I, um, there's really nothing that's going to change what I'm doing right now. Right. Um, to be perfectly honest, and I've said this a number of times, there's a reason why I call myself an open government fanboy. Right. It's because I'm not a technician. I'm not a practitioner. So a lot of the times when I come to these kinds of events, it's actually to learn. Right. Right? To, you know... I sit back. A lot of times I'm the one who's preaching and talking to sort of the noobs. <laughs> yeah. I'm the noob in this situation. So I think it's more trying to learn by osmosis and seeing what the issues are and, and looking at the trends. So there's nothing new that I'm going to work on, but I certainly have a better understanding of the, the conversation about open data. Definitely. How, how about yourself? Well, I mean, I, I, I liked, uh, again, I, again, like you, I'm not, a, I'm not really a technician. Um, so I, there are certain things around standards that I don't, always fully understand. Um, so it was really nice to hear that there was a workshop on that and James talking a little bit about the results of the workshop and just to learn a bit more about that. But what I really will take away from this is that there's a whole group of people that we maybe haven't talked to, whether on this podcast or even in our general work, that maybe can offer some perspectives that we were missing. Um, and just just hearing people around the tables share where they're coming from and coming to similar kinds of thoughts was a really real eye-opener for me and I'm, I'm hoping to kind of continue in those conversations as the week goes on. And uh, continue our conversations as the week goes on because there's a whole lot going on in Ottawa this week. So, and that uh, the truth, and uh, we're gonna keep doing these dispatches. Definitely. And uh, and because this is a new thing for us, and it's Samir and I didn't really know we we're gonna be here at the same time either. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, but we're making the most of it, and I think that's sort of the the, the, the spirit of open gov and open data is sort of you know do what you can with what you have where you are. Exactly. And uh, we sort of pitched this I think just a couple of days ago, and and uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, yeah. And again, kudos. So Open North for uh, organizing this and setting it all up, and I think it's time for us to hit the pub uh, and join the rest of them. Sounds like a plan to me. So that was the Open Government Podcast. If you have any questions or any thoughts, feel free to reach us at our hashtag OGTPod. I'm Samir Vasta. You can reach me at at Vasta. And I'm Richard Pietro, and I can be reached at at Richard Pietro. Until next time, and you'll hear from us soon. Take care.